Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all, here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? Listening to find out, because we are all multi-hyphenate beings. So join me on the ride. It's getting deep. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. Um, wow, guys, if I could tell you about my morning today. Um, first of all, we've got little poppy girl running around in the background. So if you hear some thumping, don't worry. We don't have an earthquake. Boulders are not falling from the sky. It's just poppy the puppy but um that being said this morning I changed things up a bit and my sister is in town visiting from the midwest um such a blessing to oh shit what an appropriate time to take a little break to tell you about blue blocks guys blue blocks is light blocking glasses and for you just being a jbh listener i'm going to give you 15 percent off with the code jbh15 it's in my show notes so check it out but i wanted to tell you more about blue blocks light hygiene is now a term basically in my everyday health and wellness regimen why because i have found out the astronomical effects it has on my sleep quality, my vision maintenance, and my overall focus and mental health. I am one that suffers from what I like to call light depression and neurological sensitivity due to color and wavelengths of light sources. I started to hear so much about these glasses that you could wear to help with eye strain, better sleep, quality, and for reduction of fatigue. So I bought some. And turns out they were not the real deal. They were cheap. And basically, guys, I looked like a bug. So back in the mail they went. That's when I went down the rabbit hole of research and found blue blocks. Not only are they produced in a laboratory and have the option to add in your own prescription, but they have stylish frames. I mean, need I say more? Need I say more? No more Katie Bug. They provide three styles to target three essential issues at hand. So they have the Sleep Plus, the Summer Glow, and the Blue Light. And they have the Remedy Sleep Mask, literally the perfect eye sleep mask. It's the 100% blackout sleep mask, offering a one-size-fits-all, zero eye pressure, and 100% light blocking for every user. Also, Blue Blocks has partnered with a not-for-profit Restoring Vision to donate a pair of reading glasses to someone in 
the developing world for every pair of Blue Blocks glasses sold. So why not pick up a pair today? Plus, I'm giving you guys 15% off. So squiggle on over to my show notes page and click on the link and there you are. I have the summer glow in the Cali style. I love them. Check me out on my Instagram page. I'm always rocking them. All right, back to the show. Okay, here we are back at it. Uh, excuse that um, little profanity just then. Of course, I thought that I could record a podcast episode before I took little girl outside to use the bathroom again. And it looks like she got excited playing and... Well, let's just say time was not on my side. So we had a little accident in the house and I had to clean it up really fast. Anyways, where was I? Um, back to my beautiful morning. Things changing over here at the household and my sister is in town visiting from the Midwest, as I was saying before. Such a blessing to have her here, you know. 2020 really taught us all a lot, um, especially within our own personal family dynamics. And just having her here in the flesh and being able to tap into her energy and, um, you know, go through some more experiences together out here in Santa Barbara. We went, she talked me into, actually, I was really mentally wanting to go into it. You know how like your mind tells you you can do something or not something in that case, but your body will like tell you the total opposite of that. Um, I, well, I'm going to admit something. I fell over a baby crate, (laughs) baby gate. I think it was a baby gate um, that I have in my doorway And I fell really, really hard about a week ago and I busted up some of my toes um, and they've been in not the best shape lately. So walking up hills, down hills has not been the best feat. (laughs) No pun intended. Okay, seriously, I did not mean to make that happen. But, um, you know, I've wanted been wanting to go on a hike with my sister and um, she asked me if I wanted to go on a hike this morning and I was like I don't know if my feet can do it I tried to walk the other day and it just killed so badly so I came up with a solution I am literally the one that can maneuver and find a solution to most anything. That's kind of my trademark of uh, characteristics here. But I went into my little first aid kit that I had and I had all this gauze and medical tape. You better believe I taped up about three of my toes. I mean, talk about little puff balls. He bandaged up my heel Baby girl was ready to go, rocking those hills. I said, I think I can do it. Let's do this. So we went up to an amazing hike today. I mean, 
there's something to be said about getting into nature. And I'm not just talking about walking around the block. That's a really great start. But when you can just get out there around nothing and hear the simplest of things like a bird chirping, a hawk, you know, howling above you, looking for its prey. Um, there's got to be something to say about that. You know, there's a peace that like ripples over you, you know? It's almost like for me when I dive into water and I'm underneath and I can hear nothing but the echoes of others maybe splashing above or bubbles or just closing my eyes and just hearing the laps of the water hitting the surface from around you. Something so calming about that rhythm as what I like to call the harmony, the symphony of life. Ugh, that's nature. The nurturing of that nature. And um, so anyways, we went on this beautiful hike this morning and um, and started off my day on a, on a really great foot considering... This week is a pretty heightened week. We have the inauguration. Um, There's a lot of energy out there. So with that being said, I always like to bring to you something I've been thinking about a lot lately, you know, especially with last year. And I think a lot of us in a collective form are um, moving towards a greater growth within ourself. And that is where this podcast is going. It's uh, going towards more of the clarity of consciousness as a whole collective, right? Because the way that you live your life has a direct reflection and has a direct, um, I don't want to say consequence, but has a direct effect on others around you. So that being said, how have you been living your life? Or maybe I should ask you, what have you been telling yourself about what your life is? What your story is? Where you came from? Where are you going? Okay? So I guess you could say this episode is about... It's a life hack, okay? It's how to start a new life without sacrificing everything that you have. But it's about becoming a minimalistic uh, mindset, okay? You know, do you ever wish that you could just hit the pause button on life and move on to a new chapter without any negative repercussions. I think last year, many of us felt that way. But it came in turn that I started to be okay with everything because I had that heightened awareness that, you know, it's not happening to me. It's happening 
for me. Ugh. That's something we don't want to face always, right? But, you know, this time that we live in is very linear. And on the other hand, time is a social construct. And in other words, your life's timeline is ultimately yours to manage. Remember what I said, I think it was last week, about everything being a choice. So you shouldn't compare your goals and achievements to those of others. My sister and I had a great discussion about how everyone is basically in their own bubble. Everyone is the star of their own show. Their own spotlight is shining just on them. Okay? It's kind of like no one's really watching you. Only you're watching you. And taking a long, hard look at your life to get to the root of the change that you would like to see will ultimately benefit you. And focusing on what you would change in your life might help you answer that to what you should pursue in the near future. Yeah, not thinking too far ahead, but planning just a little bit. Because what you do today is basically the destiny of tomorrow, right? It's kind of like if you drink a whole bottle of wine today, you're probably not going to feel so great tomorrow, okay? That's just an example. So... You're asking, how, KB, how do I start a new life? Well, here we go, baby. The great news is that you guys really don't have to completely reinvent yourself. I mean, sure, you can ultimately reinvent yourself anytime, any day. I have no problem with that. I think that's great. That's fun. That's artistic. That's creative, right? But I do have... I'm going to say, you know, give or take some. If you want, take it. If you don't, leave it. I have 12 small changes that you can take on. Um, Let's call them outlines of how you can start living a new life without being totally just like throwing the baby out with the bathwater, okay? Okay. So grab a pen and a piece of paper. Start doodling this up, okay? Number one, open your mind. Always learn something new. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the past you've achieved much success in your career, okay? But maybe with that success from that career, you always find that you want more. So if you feel stagnant in what you're doing for work right now, or perhaps you are bored with your day-to-day, just expand your options. You have the choice, remember? And one way to make yourself more competitive, especially in various career fields, is by further educating yourself. 
So that doesn't mean necessarily um, going back to school. You know, most of us don't have that capacity, that bandwidth. Or especially right now, the investment to make on going back to a college. Guess what? We're super lucky because... A, there's online universities that are giving out so many free courses right now. And the World Wide Web, hello. We can learn, if you know the source is uh, reputable, we can learn so much from just reading a book, going on the web. You can learn almost everything. And they have courses online. Um, You know, those streaming content courses. The world is literally your oyster. So you don't really have to interrupt, you know, like your lifestyle right now, especially work from home. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number two. This is a big one. To expand your life, you must always challenge yourself to take steps to face your fears. It's really amazing how many of our decisions are based on fear. We fail to take risks and avoid conversations and miss opportunities because ultimately we are afraid of the outcomes. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, folks. Taking risks within, you know, (laughs) reason, they can ultimately change your life overnight. So if you have had your eye on, I call them like the meat cutes, you know, that hottie, you know, lives down the street, maybe. Maybe the guy that you've been like passing on the street on your morning walks every day. Maybe you see him at the local coffee shop when we used to be able to go to local coffee shops. I dare you to do this. Take a shot. Ask him to meet you at a park. Social distance talking. Strike up a conversation. Compliment them. Go for it. What do you have to lose, right? You know, the worst that can happen is that you have a slightly bruised ego from that. Is that the worst that could happen, right? But even if they are already in a relationship or simply maybe they're not even in, like interested in you, that one little gesture, though, will really make their day. I have to say, I've been asked out a long time ago, actually, in the grocery store bulk food section. It was, like, really quick. It was, like, really rapid, too. The guy was, like, he was, like, I remember his name was Daniel. And he was, like, hi, I think you're just alluring. I don't know what the word he said. Alluring is a pretty good word, though, right? And he was, like, are you single? Like, literally, it was that fast. And I I was not interested. I could just tell. And I was like, I'm not, but thank you. And it was like, 
really actually quite flattering because to be honest with you, um, I have not been genuinely asked out um, in my life. It's usually been kind of like a sleazy pickup line, but um, that was really cute. So thanks, Daniel. I appreciate you. Um, anyways, what I was saying is that, and I'm challenging myself with this mindset thought pattern as well. You know, I don't want to go through life with too many regrets. You know, I don't want to be the person that perhaps goes back to that coffee shop and, you know, regrets that moment that I could have taken. Because believe me, I've had that. I wanted to strike up a conversation with someone that I've met at another place and I'm like, I didn't do it. Or maybe a guy did ask me out for dinner one time and I didn't take that opportunity and I knew I should have probably but I told myself I was maybe too busy and now he has a child okay so it's instances like that and then I think to myself maybe it wasn't meant to be it was just not the right time anyways this is a small example but facing your fears mine was getting a puppy Hmm. even though I knew I could do it raising it by myself Facing your fears because they're going to open up doors to other things, right? Um, Okay, the third thing is maintain a meaningful social circle. Okay, so now it's kind of a hard time to really do that, but you can still maintain a meaningful social circle. And... I know you've all heard this before, but you are as good as the company you keep. So I think for this being said, expand your horizons and always let yourself meet new and interesting people that may really spice up your life or teach you something new or have a story to tell that is just really reflecting on the way or the path that you want to go to. I want you to take a step back and look at a view of your current friendships, your current relationships and how you speak maybe with your family members and even in your professional relationships. I want you to really think and perhaps make a checklist of the relationships The relationships that most positively affect you and perhaps some that are not so positively effective on you. Why do you get such an elated, you know, vibe or zest from the ones that do bring you up? Keep those people close to you. So... Try to always strike up a new conversation with um, someone you meet on a walk. You never know how they could be brought into your life. I do it all the time. It starts with a compliment. That's the easiest way to go. A smile, a good morning, a good afternoon. You know? You never know who they could be in your life. And, you know... Be sure not to leave your old, long-time friends in the dust 
while you make the new friends, right? You must maintain, uh, you know, what is it, the silver and gold? <laughs> but you also don't want to be, um, how am I saying this? You don't want to be around people that are not helping you grow. That's what I want to say. Make sure that the people that you keep yourself company with are helping you flourish and be the best who you are going to be and help you reach your goals and support you. All right? Number four, find healthy ways to cope with anxiety. So I'm trying to tell people time and time again that say my anxiety to not use my at the beginning of anxiety. It is I face anxiety. I feel anxiety. But you don't own it. It's an instance and it's a moment of time. And if you experience excessive anxiety in your daily life, I want you to know you are completely 100% not alone. You know, anxiety disorders are some of the most common mental illnesses in the United States. And I know for a fact, things have probably gotten (laughs) skyrocketed off of the charts with that, especially last year and even probably moving on to 2021. So finding healthy ways to cope with anxiety has the ability to turn your world in a completely different way. I know many people have looked towards CBD to um, help ease and manage anxiety. I know I have at times. It's pretty strong for me. And with that help, you know, it can be used to target anxiety as it arises to be needed, you know, so you don't have to take a medication, right? Something a little more natural. Just make sure it's clean, right? And CBD, let me just say, is not commonly prescribed by mental health professionals. I I don't think I've ever heard anyone doing that yet. But it's kind of like that little kicker that... <laughs> takes the edge off, right? I don't drink personally, but I hear it's like drinking a glass of red wine after a long day. Just be aware. You know your body best. I know I'm highly affected by the smallest amounts. So um, just be aware that you're not using it to numb your feelings. You still want to feel your feelings. Because anything that you do Um, to relax yourself, no matter what that is, no matter if it's exercising, watching Netflix or TV, drinking or shopping, any of that can be abused and any of that can be used in too much excess. And then that can actually take it down to an obsessive compulsive or depressive phase in my belief. So make sure that you choose an activity that works to relieve your, whatever you're facing, however you're feeling, um, in a matter that is healthy and can be done in moderation. I know I love a good bath. I love my nightly yoga and meditation routines. 
It's a huge part of my life. Okay, moving on to number five. This is, this is, this is a big one. Become part of a movement. I think we can all become or stand behind something that we believe in, especially as we become more clear with our consciousness and what we value and um, what we want to basically be reflected from us onto others. Because in all reality, when you spend so much time on social media, scrolling and idolizing other people's lives, you could really use that time better. I know I have lately. Getting a puppy, I have not been on Instagram nearly as much. Because I found also that when I was on Instagram so much, it really made me, yes, as I said before, idolize and say, oh, it's better. Even though I know subconsciously and consciously that those are just highlight reels. Everything's a highlight reel. And as humans, we naturally seek out a connection with others. And I think, you know, we all feel a desire to be needed, to be seen. So finding a cause to get behind um, that you can help, that you can help grow, that you can support, it can make you feel like you're contributing to the greater common good. Whether it's um, social justice or environment, I love a great environmental movement. There are so many different opportunities to focus your time and energy to help you feel needed in this world, right? I would love to actually hear some of your favorite causes because I'm always constantly looking for something else I can contribute to. Um, Right now, I'm kind of on the Humane Society kick. Every dollar that you spend there, if even if you're in town with the Humane Society, if you get any vaccinations there, it helps support um, the whole Humane Society there. It goes back to the animals there. Um, and I'm not saying you need to go out there and protest everything because we certainly know that there's a lot going on. There's a lot of change going on. But I am saying that you can do little things like using your consumer power to only support businesses, perhaps small businesses, who have basically been drastically affected by the pandemic. That would be a great way to start and give back. It's just small actions just like that. Even if you like start a composting bin in your community. Wow, right? Environmental movement. It's about how you spend your time and your dollars wisely, right? Cool. Number six. Okay, I like this one also. It's to take ownership. Take ownership of your life. It is so easy to move along life on autopilot. It's almost like you're out of your body and you're in the passenger seat, right? 
And I go back to everything is a choice. The great news is that you don't have to give up anything in your life in order to be in control of it. One of my fears, if we're talking fears, is to not have control. And I've had to work a lot on that. But I have to realize that by fearing that I don't have control, I'm actually in control of feeling that way. So by taking ownership over your life, by taking control of a particular aspect of your life, without going overboards perhaps, I mean, that could be as simple as no longer being in the passenger seat of your ride, your vessel, right? You want to drive your own ship. Be in charge of your physical body. You're in control. You've got the power. You know where you're going and what your destination is. Because when you know, when you tell yourself, look in the mirror and say, I can depend on myself. I can depend on myself. Not saying that anyone that comes into my life that wants to help support isn't needed, but knowing that you are free of passive, what's the word? Passivity. Am I saying that right? Being passive. And as I said before, being the captain of your own ship. Where do you want to go, baby? Okay, number seven. I want you to really pay attention to your dreams. If you feel unfulfilled in your life, but aren't sure why, get a little esoteric with yourself. Diving, and I did this for a while, diving into your subconscious, it can be so liberating and it can be so freeing. You just have to allow yourself to open up mental space for it. I know I don't always, but sometimes I get reminded throughout the day, I don't always remember my dreams. But I'm learning to train my brain to remember them. I have been in my journal writing down my dreams in the morning or if I wake up. Or perhaps on my morning walk, I'll think back over them. It's so crazy because dreams can reveal unconscious hopes and fears that we're either ignoring or we prefer to be unburdened um, when we're awake. So understanding what your dreams actually mean or perhaps, perhaps, you know, like puzzling them together in the thought patterns, it's actually like learning a new language. It's so crazy. You could probably script a whole film out of them. It requires you to over time paying attention to those clues, signs, and symbols that are coming at you. So if you are a type of person um, that you remember you're having reoccurring dreams, I want you to really pay attention to that. Is someone showing up in your life 
over and over again? Is someone saying the same thing to you over and over again? Are you in the same, you know, astro uh, geographical location over and over again that's away from your own right now? Your subconscious is sending you a message, I promise you. Um, and with that being said, I, I mean, there might be a little catch to this because dreams are very, I would say, irrational and they are actually a product of our psyche. So I think our conscious, like our awake brain can never truly comprehend that dreaming state brain. So I wouldn't. I'm not recommending you to make every decision based upon your dreams from your sleep state because, uh, you know, I don't honestly know what could happen because of that. There's some crazy SHIT out there. But remember your dreams. Write them down. It's kind of fun. It's kind of crazy too. But (laughs) moving on to number eight, which I've been doing number eight a lot more. Unplug. And tap into creativity. Why are you listening to this right now? To be honest with you. Are you on your phone? Are you listening on your phone? Are you listening on your laptop? You know, what? Why, why, why are you here? I want you, after you've listened to this, After you comment, subscribe, rate, review, I highly appreciate that. I want you to kind of unplug for a little bit. I try to go for a walk alone without my phone each afternoon. I try to turn my phone on airplane mode and do not disturb at a certain time of the night. I've even had thoughts of turning off my Wi-Fi when I'm sleeping. I've done it before because being tuned into technology all the time creates for real a mental fatigue. And when you have mental fatigue, you have absolutely no time or capacity for creative processing. So that's why I mentioned spending time in nature. And spending time in nature, basically it resets the prefrontal cortex of your brain. That's probably why you feel so like, okay, let's do this. I can do this, this, this. I can focus on this, this, this. Mm -hmm. So I want you to find out what inspires you in this life. And I want you to use that to take on the new life that you're seeking. And I want you to transform that into the new dimensions that we are traveling into. You know, everyone has a desire, a muse, that gaze that really lights them up. And so I want you to realize that like, your desire, your muse, your gaze, your inspiration, it can be in the most unlikely of places. 
So open up that creativity part of your your brain and say yes to inspiration in everything. Clarity. Number nine. This kind of goes with like, for me, this kind of goes with like the fear aspect, but challenging comfort zones. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I'm talking and thinking a lot about north nodes and south nodes. South nodes in astrology is like your comfort zone. It's like your past, what you're used to. North node is your future, what you need to be focusing on, how you need to really kind of like tap into your soul and your soul's potential to grow and to flourish and to become what you really are destined to be. So if you are attempting to step away or walk away from a life of stagnation, by doing that, you're stepping out of the comfort zone. You're jumping off the cliff, as I like to say. You're diving in deep. Okay? But be cautious of this. You don't need to unreasonably take, like, crazy risks that will put your life at stake. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying challenging your comfort zones. They're meant to empower you to see what you're capable of achieving, okay? It's understandable to want to relax in a comfort zone. I get it. I've done it many times and I'm sure I'll do it many times again because we all know to get to every comfort zone, we've had to work really hard to get there. crazy. Did you hear that bird go by? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hmm. I don't know. Something's happened. We have a shift going on in the universe right now. The birds are going nuts. Um, anyways, there comes a time when you have to really level up and you have to break out of the comfort zone. That's what I'm saying. So set your sights on the next attainable dream, that goal. And just go for it. Like, what's as I said before, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, I, like, you know, I ran a marathon. I said, I don't know if I can do this. And I did it. I trained for it. And I did it. You know? You just set yourself up. And I told myself, my mantra the whole way through it was step by step. Step by step. Step by step. That's with everything in life, step by step. Cool. So dig within yourself, dig deep, and figure out where to set your, um, I want to say the ceiling. We'll call it a ceiling of your rooftop because we're creating this foundation of life for you. And push, push towards the top, always. Because why not? I mean. You deserve it. You absolutely 100%, 1000% deserve it. Number 10. This goes back to the topic I just mentioned about anxiety. Another one is practice daily mindfulness. 
whether that is going for a hike, whether that is meditation. But if you want to turn your whole world on another level, on another playing field, something that's going to help you thrive and grow in the way that you want or the path that you want to go, you really need to integrate a mindful, um, a mindfulness practice every single day. As I said before, common, when people think of mindfulness, they think of meditation, yoga, right? But it's also journaling or breath work. It like really requires not much, but your commitment to being present in that moment. And then realizing that, bing, the clarity is there. Life is so simple. We create our own obstacles. Yeah. You're probably like, what? Hmm. You don't have to be hardcore about it. You just have to start somewhere. You know, meditation is called a practice because it really takes time to become comfortable with. Most of the times with meditation, common, you know, you are sitting still and you're focusing for a long period of time. But you will be happy to learn that the effects of meditation are absolutely 100% immediate. So by just taking five intentional deep breaths at your desk, on your chair, on the floor, on your bed, on a pillow, in your car, every single day, you know to do that when you feel at most of your stressful moments, right? The most stressful point of your day or moment in your life, you know to just slow down and take those five intentional deep breaths. Not only do they lower your blood pressure, but they also aid in regaining your mental focus and that spark word I like to use, clarity, to get you through your day and the days to come. Number 11, navigating a new life, right? Assess your budget. I know people are strapped, but I believe we are also going, I believe we are moving. You could probably quote me on this. I believe we are moving into a cashless world. I don't know if money's always going to be the driver of our uh, earth. <laughs> Can I say earth? Um, but, you know, for a long time, it's been the driving force behind why we even wake up and go to work each day. You know, my friend and I had a conversation the other day about careers, work, and what that means. And I said, to be honest with you, I don't call it work. I hate when people say, what do you do? Because a lot of the times when you ask someone, what do they do? They almost have a guilty look on their face because they're not fulfilling their life's purpose. You know? So that being said, now I say, what do you do for, like, how do you serve? So how do I serve? 
How do I serve? If you kind of reshape that in your life, how do you want to serve on this time on earth, in this body? Do you want to be able to pursue a path in life that allows you to feel more fulfilled and happy? Okay, by doing that, I always like to have a kind of a cushion. By doing that, know where your financial boundaries are. The lifestyle you perhaps like to lead. If the new life you picture takes place on the beach or, you know, in a castle, or maybe the life you want to pursue is in a cabin in the woods with a single burned stovetop. Or maybe in a tent. Or maybe in a, a car. You know, your budget is going to set you up for those realities. So I always say, assess your budget. Have a cushion. Have a minimal plan, a minimal outline for yourself. And you're good to go. Okay. Number 12. This is our last one. Manifest goodness. Okay, so if you are considering starting a new life or perhaps recreating how you project yourself in the world now, you need to also know what you want the new version to look like. Now, manifest is a pretty heavy word and some people may follow that, some people may not. But can I use the word visualize? Visualize goodness. Does your new life have big financial goals? Or is your new or enrooted intention to move away from focusing on your career to spend more time with your family? Maybe you want to help someone more. I love whether that is physically or, I know, digitally, creating a a vision board or I like to call it a life map. It's one way to kind of help guide you um, on what goodness that you already have and what goodness that you want to come into your life. I love the old school method of flipping through magazines and I don't know. I mean, I did newspapers for a while, but I don't get the newspaper anymore. And I just ripping out and snipping out people that I love their look or places I would love to visit or that I just have a soul connection to. And by finding items that, you know, I really, really just like feel strongly about, that is where I'm guided towards. Maybe it's certain words that you see. Energy, joy, love, heart opening. All of this is eye-opening for you. And when it's eye-opening, you can see your path clearly. So some people are like, this is crazy. This is not going to happen. It works. It really works. Whether even you're writing or doodling or sketching it out, it's not silly. I would give yourself a challenge. Maybe this will be getting you out of your comfort zones and consider creating, creating them with family or friends. Maybe you guys can do a joint one, a collective goal. Um... These are all shaping the perceptions of what you hold. 
it really weighs down the plans of your future. It's funny because sometimes you'll look back at them and be like, wait, I saw that. I live in that house now, you know? So it's kind of fun to revisit the board often so you can remind yourself where you came from and where you are now. And with all of these suggestions, guys, um, I want you to remember, I always make suggestions, life hacks. That's kind of why I love working with the clients that I'm working with. But remember, in the end, it's your life. It's absolutely 100% your life. You are the driver of your own ship. And when looking at the big picture of what your life is, I just hope you really take note of what you're uncomfortable with right now and what you dislike and make a plan to change it and move forward with decisive action. All right, with that being said, time for a walk. Until next time, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Peace, love. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to give me a follow on Instagram if you do not already do so at just being honest kb and i hope you have a lovely day i'll see you next time